0: It's uh, it's middle, middle of the afternoon here uh, We're doing a podcast edition of the show uh, It's not the morning reboot That show's gone uh, TMR 2.0 is not here So it's this Always song free and commercial free Here when you grab the podcast And you've done just that Thanks for finding us today um, Us is a voice that's not been on for a while And that's uh, that's mostly my fault So Ashley, I apologize for poor communication. You know that you are always welcome to be on here with us and whoever's on.
1: By mostly, you mean totally, is what I would assume, because it was totally all your fault.
0: You so. totally could have been like, "Hey, when do you want me on again?"
1: That's just weird. It was like I did the one in my car, and you're like, "Oh, she's a mess. I'm not having her back." Like, no, is, no she's she's good.
0: No, it it <laughs> was it was it was a mess, and then the, I had some bad feelings because I felt like we were taking you away from. Your duties as a mom and a, and a full-time employee and everything else.
1: Yeah, somebody has to work, you know.
0: Yeah, but, well, no, I, we, I, I, we. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a big percentage of the blame on myself here. I'm very good at this today, but um, yeah, you, you of all people know that you've got the green light to go. Yo, what's up? When are we doing this again?
1: I know, I know. But at first, at first, I was like, well, maybe he's not asking because of car situation. And then I was like, maybe I don't need to do it right now. And then I was like f this dude like he's not asked me forever and now he's pointing it out that i haven't been on in forever and then people started saying they miss me like floyd and basically just floyd and that's fine <laughs> so <laughs> and then when i saw that you had philip on after i was like i talked to philip every day and then like you had philip on and i was like this bitch. am i allowed to cuss on this now
0: Yes. 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 We can do that here on the podcast. Now there's always, there's always this, the possibility that my buttons are all pressed right. Um, but there's always the possibility that there's some kind of short in the board and it goes out over the air. (laughs) So I'm very strategic with our, with our, our, our vulgarities, but, um, yeah, well, I, I forget why I invited Philip, but I think cause he would text me in the morning when I would wake up. At like 3 30 because he knew I was up and he was up over there. So I'm like, dude, you might you have if you have nothing to do, just hop on with us. But um I figured my my growing enamoration for Maj might get on your radar because I adore her. She yeah. is she is complete podcast material.
1: I've still never met her. So I thought she was so Ben had always talked about her like my friend Ben, her friend Ben that I work with had always talked about her in like, oh, you know, we like were at this party, or we all went out together, you know, in passing. And then for whatever reason, I remembered meeting like a handful of people at one birthday party he had, and I thought I had met Maj. I don't, and I soon realized, cause in like the second or third time I met a girl named Julia, that like I thought Maj was Julia, but Julia was Julia. So then it all kind of came full circle. So I don't think I've actually ever met Maj. If I did, it was like in passing. Um, but yeah, she seems great. I listened to the podcast. She did awesome. She she's, did. She yeah. She's I, natural.
0: Yes, she is. Um, when when we were yeah when we were talking on the podcast last week, I don't know if this made it on or not, but because she didn't remember you, and, and I was like, well, you guys, it was a party. You were probably drunk, but Ashley is very good <laughs> at remembering things when she's drunk. Um, but yeah, you, so um, it's, well, it's good to have you back. How has, Thank you. Uh, Tucker's not in school and I, TPS, TPS has been, I don't know, will you give me your perspective on this? I know, like the government, uh, some school districts have caved to parents, although uh, the Washington local, uh, no, the Washington local and the Sylvania uh, superintendent. Are are not c- caving to all the parents' needs, but I know there's different messaging coming out. There's different communications. Some parents want this, um, but is in my opinion, managed this as best as they could. They they could. They just put their foot down and said, "Here's what it's going to be."
1: Yeah. No, I definitely appreciate that it was like, "Hey, this is what it's going to be. Pick A or pick B." Um, I mean, since the since everything has happened, he went back last Tuesday. Um, I mean, it's been a complete like. Shit show to say it nicely um i mean it's and i mind you i have a second grader so it's trying to wrangle like 16 like clowns at a circus like they just like as soon as you get one in line one falls out of order it's just it's it's hard because it's difficult but it's also comical but then at some point it's like what are we i don't even know what he's learning to be quite honest like he knows what four plus five is so to hear every child answer it like is getting redundant Um, and I feel bad for the teachers. I think they've been put into a crap situation and they're trying to make the most of it. Um, but I hate it. I was one of the ones that was like, Oh, you know, I want them to be safe. I want them to be this at this point. I'm like, no, just send them to school. Just take it or just cancel school again. Like just no more school. Right. Um, and let's just, let's just repeat it in like six months, you know, let's have a spring season. I don't Uh know
0: that that could have been a possibility or or do like uh like the, the big 10 is doing just p- postpone it and maybe they'll go to school through the the summer i mean those are larger decisions and you've got one district that's very close to another district doing one thing but i i'm glad you appreciated the tps said a or b and didn't move off that granted the whole district is uh is uh what, what is it free or reduced lunches so there's some mm-hmm. socioeconomic factors in play that aren't in some of the other districts but they didn't Move back and forth, they just you know looked at, at, ahead as far as they could and said A or B. And some of these other schools, while I credit them for waiting to the last possible minute, maybe didn't message that really well, so people got upset. But again, I you're the second person in 10 minutes who said we're just making the best of it because that's all we can do
1: yeah i mean it's literally every day it's you know it's it's either going to be a good day or a bad day but at the end of the day like they're alive they get to go to sleep i get to have a drink like life carries on and we wake up and we do it all again the next day like yesterday was completely awful i cried today it was like light airy life is great um it's just like a roller coaster and you just don't know when it's gonna like throw you for a loop so just have to keep going. I feel bad for everyone. I feel bad for teachers. I feel bad for moms. I feel bad for single moms or single, single dads. I don't know how they're doing it. Um, and for the kids, like they're, they're learning nothing. (laughs) So it's like a total, I mean, nine hours, six, what is it? Six hours on a computer, I think is what they're spending is like a complete waste of time. So
0: let me ask you that aside from like canceling school, postponing it, moving it, how could they learn better? And I know that there's like State and district things in play. Like I think today is Ohio report card day, and I know that the I think the Washington local superintendent was like, "This is going to be a joke. Um, we sh- we shouldn't be graded on this, and 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 there should be some exceptions made with all that." And I know that that ties into funding, but. What would be a better, more productive way to go about this for kids of, of all ages? like I didn't know that they were actually doing six hours. I, I thought a smart yeah. thing to do is be is like 60 minutes and we're gonna squeeze squeeze in as much as we can.
1: Yes so I do I think it I think the time is where it like got very confusing because um, originally they were saying like up to four hours of time and they so they get to Tucker, specifically it gets two 15 minute breaks and then a 45 minute lunch slash
0: recess it's like so they're, it's like they're in a union
1: yes yeah yes go take your smoke break get back in um you know it's it's hilarious but I think what I would have liked to see differently and I don't think that the teachers had an option and that's where I feel bad um I wish they would have broke it down like so say there's 18 kids in the class how about four of you are from 9 to eleven or 9 to 10 30? The next four are from 1030 to whatever. Give everyone a time. Let people kind of pick their time or put like, you know, what do you have to pick the holiday? What holiday do you want to be the mom of the room? You know, the room mom, um, because it's just it's it's way too much for kids to sit there that long at certain ages. I would have liked to see the day broke down a lot more. Um, the six hours, I mean, to be honest, like by 11 o'clock every day, Tucker's crying. Yeah, like and it's it, it's and it's over something that's like anxiety inducing um and that's awful and I'm sure other parents are going through it just the same um it's 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 weird
0: I this is the one thing where I won't throw my opinion around a whole lot because I just don't I'm not close to this situation like you are and it's not been something I've been able to read up on because I've not read a story And I, you know me I like to to dive into the internet and do a lot of Mm -hmm. deep reading so we can have these discussions I haven't come across anything that said this, this district has found the golden goose, so there's no crying parents or kids. So teachers are feeling that they're fulfilling their purpose and their paychecks and, you know, the districts will be satisfied. But one thought just popped into my head and you were talking about like the different shifts um, and maybe um, somebody should have looked at like, I guess the NFL, the way they conducted their training camps, Mm -hmm. uh, which was like all over Zoom, where somebody should have looked into their professional world, like what you do. And I I hope that this is the case where you are. What used to be an hour meeting where people really started to lose it after 30 minutes is now maybe like a 15 minute or a 20 minute Zoom session or, or Schoology session. Like everything should have been stripped away, super focused. We're in, we're out and we're done. 100%
1: I mean we're like you know rolling into like a budget season and everything that has been done is like these are things and they were taking up all this time and like why did we do it this way and it's question
0: uh I lost you you said it's question oh sorry you're back
1: no I was saying it's yeah I don't know what happened there I'm saying like it's just it's weird the way that you know like everything they've questioned everything like what works what doesn't work how do we make this work um, you know, and if everything's shrunk down, like my meetings that were an hour that I hold every week, four of them are now fifteen to twenty minutes, unless like someone has a serious issue. You know, like there's just no reason for it.
0: You, you and I know um, the, the word efficiencies in the professional mm-hmm. world means we're gonna get rid of a lot of people. We're gonna uh, right. we're gonna we're gonna cut costs. But in this in, in the pandemic and the post pandemic world, like efficiencies and time efficiencies will actually be helpful so that we so that we can be more productive. We're gonna trim the fat of these meetings and whatnot. Like I have friends in New York City and, and maybe you've talk with people who you talk with on on your work stuff they're like why are we why are we going back to the office will we go back to the office I, I could do everything here and not take the trip from long island into new york city and then these companies will go why are we paying all this for rent in these buildings right. that people can work for? so people are going to make i wouldn't even call them hard decisions hard decisions is telling people that um we have to let you go because we're not making any money and i'm sorry about your health insurance and your health benefits and your family this is why are we paying for this we're throwing money away
1: Exactly. It's going to be like a quicker way to find out what everyone's bottom line is. You know, like who's expendable, who's, you know, I mean, we've always joked like everyone's replaceable. Me and you and I have said it about, you know, our jobs, what previously we've done, you know, every job is replaceable. And that's the way that it just kind of is in this kind of corporate world um but i think they're going to want to know like where's their money the money that they are earning that little bit that has managed to come in over the last nine six months nine months where are we spending that i think that'll be the first thing to go is like buildings i mean i know my company specifically isn't going back in until after january Um, you know, so, I mean, nine months we're talking about out of a bit, out of a, a building and that's, you know, endless amount of dollars and maybe they'll just say, Hey, you know, and there's people like me who I've never, I've never even been there. I've worked from home the entire time. So... It'll be interesting for
0: sure. So I look forward to the creative aspect of of that and then another place. So let's use a big city like New York City or you can really pick any city where people, you know, when my dad, when we were living in Philadelphia, we lived in the Northeast part of the city. My dad would commute every day. He would drive to the L and then take the L into Center City and and work. You know, a lot of people don't have that life anymore. I'm sure you've already seen things where people are moving out of the cities and they're buying houses farther away because it's quieter, the market, it is good so what will happen to the and maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse but what will happen to all these buildings that people won't be working anymore they're I don't think that they'll be ghost towns it it leaves a lot of room for creativity
1: yeah it's literally I just had the same conversation I'm like they're like what's the point of like what's the purpose or point of a skyscraper anymore Yep. you know once they start realizing um you know you don't really need to go up anymore what would that do to like the environment you know <laughs> like big picture like you know fingers peace signs and like how much better would that help i can tell you i'm driving my car a hell of a lot less yeah um you know i'm saving tons of money on gas i go in like once or twice a week maybe um i think the farthest i've gone i did go to finley like two weeks ago um but other than that it's like to target him back you know yeah.
0: same same with me um i'll ask you another part of that question and then you can ask me about the so socia, social social what about what about malls? Like, obviously, our, our mall here has has the same issues that most malls have. They might be a little bit better off than some malls because they're not a uh, a big ch- they're not the big Simon chain that that owns most of the country. But I've seen some things where, um, and this was when I lived in uh, in the Lehigh Valley. There's a place called Bethlehem, and there was they had a new condo retail kind of development and a restaurant. And people could live in there. There there were condos and some apartments that I wonder if there will be, if you will soon be able to live in a mall type building.
1: Yeah. Or it's going to be like the new office space, like where four friends go in together so they can still leave their house. Yeah. Um, What's
0: what's the place? uh, Do you know the place called, if it's still even there, Seed downtown?
1: Yeah. I've never, so I've never been there, but I know that it existed. I know like their purpose and like what they were like being used for. I don't know if that's still there or not. It so, was on St.
0: Clair, right? Yep. It was uh, like directly across from um, uh, Pita Pin. uh It's right there. And basically okay. what it is is it's for people who didn't work in an office but needed to have an office environment for a day a week to do – faxing or printing or things that they they, they couldn't do as they work from home and they couldn't do it at a Starbucks but like a steady Wi-Fi or something like that and they pay they're basically renting an office space yeah it's on. like
1: day use a lot of yeah. um I I acquired a new hotel in the Chicago area and like we just signed up like our hotel for day use whether it was like moms that wanted to come and have a pool or if it was people that needed an office like you can come from you know seven to four or four to seven you know kind of separated it that way um, that way we're kind of getting at least some you know, money rolling in. So I think it totally makes sense. I think that's probably going to be a new wave of business that'll hit if people decide they're not going to return back to these big buildings.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, that how you're using the building in Chicago because I've wanted to hear more stories and I've seen them, but I maybe just ha- haven't recognized them in the moment. But uh, since the outset of this, we knew that there was going to be a lot of people who lost their livelihoods and, mm-hmm. and, and much, much worse than that in a, in a very grim way. But there would be people who could pivot or innovate or put their idea into action. And in the same way that the, the pandemic um, amplified or sped up someone's demise, it sped up someone's ability to succeed as well.
1: Right, right. No, that's absolutely true. It's it's all trying to figure it out and it's it's all new territory for everyone. And I think that's what kind of makes it pretty great is that everyone is, I think... While the world is crazy place, like people are more interested in like talking out more new ideas or things that seem really, really far fetched. And then you're like, holy crap, that actually worked.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Granted, um, we both work for I think our my corporation is bigger than, than yours, but yours is still. pretty How many hotels does your place own? Um, I don't know. I think we're at like 56, but okay. I mean, that's plenty big. Yeah. Ev- everybody kind of fell into it. Not that they're going to follow through with it or abide by it, but everybody kind of fell into my philosophy of, well, why the fuck can't we do that? I mean, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like the only thing it's, you can't really knock it till you try it, you know, you gotta mm-hmm. give it a go. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, if it's not costing you any money to try it, then there's no reason to say no.
0: And not or I mean, things might cost money, but at at right, the right. contrast of maybe you're losing something or you're just going to sit around and wait till the money runs out, which I know I've, a lot of people might be doing. Um, mm-hmm. what's what's your sense from businesses that you talk to I, I see all kinds of numbers like two out of three local restaurants or retail aren't going to survive through January and all that stuff what's your pulse on things
1: yeah I mean i it's looking like in like the hospitality side of things and I think just like any any kind of hospitality so whether it's like airlines or there's hotels um major you know any kind of major you know entertainment like places um i mean they're saying like just to even get back to where we were in 2019 it's going to be like four to five years um because there was like you know 9 11 in 2001 and then there was the economic crisis back in like 2008 and it's kind of like a blend of both because like while it's still like a pandemic it had like such a financial effect on everything that i mean they're saying like four to five years unless there truly is like a vaccine or something that um within the next 18 months but if this isn't, if there's nothing within the next 18 months, it'll be a five year recovery. It so, makes sense. To, yeah.
0: Especially, and I'll pinpoint your words, to go back to where we were because we were on such a high. Yes. Um, things were, were doing really well. Um, and I'm curious to see how it all continues to turn out day by day by day and, and month by month and, and year by year. Um thankfully it seems like at least in the last month or so there's been nothing new about this virus that we've needed to figure out and adapt to like we know the rules at this point
1: right exactly no I know as awful as they all are you know it's if it's whatever it is that can keep everyone safe while we all
0: hate our lives the uh the next thing that that's on my radar so what was it uh, I forget what I was Oh, I the movies for like all of August I was like, all right, we getting movies or we getting not, not getting movies and now. All the movies have been and I don't think anybody wants to hear me talk about movies anymore, but I've, <laughs> I have I've moved on to trick or treating and whether or not that will happen and actually I'm beyond that now because now I hope people realize the neighbor never washed their hands before you're not going to their house um, <laughs> but now, now I'm looking ahead to uh to walleye season um and they moved everything back to December and I wonder what it'll be like in just uh f- three months will my my guess if I had to make a small bet and you tell me because you hear buzz of downtown unlike i I do anymore <laughs> I'm gonna guess that they're gonna let some people into those games
1: yeah, I think so too um i would I would. I mean, so this is where I think it's going to be very different is that the problem with things like this is that these guys, like it's on a much smaller scale. Right. And they're all over like the Midwest. So I think that in certain areas it would be very hard. Like I, if there was a, you know, a, what are they called? Like, not a A team, but what would you call that?
0: They're minor league um, teams.
1: Yeah, minor leagues So if there was a minor, a minor hockey team, you know, in Chicago where Chicago is having still on the rise and they're still having outbreaks, like, maybe they can't let fans in there. But, like, maybe in Toledo or Lucas County, if their numbers are going down dramatically, you know, but it, it goes into, like, those other things, too, where, like, how are they going to regulate tickets? Like, how many can you buy at a time? Can you buy up to 10? Um, you know, what would that look like?
0: I think it was the Thursday night game in Kansas City where they let several thousand fans in. That might have been the only stadium uh, that the fans were allowed into. But, and I also, they'll, I mean, the good thing about all this is you don't have to think a lot. You just got to do a little bit of math and Murphy. go. If we, and you've done this from the outset. If we let X amount yep. of fans in, here's how much we won't lose as opposed to losing everything. But, oh yeah, do we keep concessions open? How many people are staffed for this? When I went to the movie theaters a couple of weeks ago, I mean, it was it the i always go to empty theaters but the lobby yeah. was eerie because none of the like games apocalyptic yes 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 the only thing missing was uh was rick grimes um yeah. uh they didn't have any cherry coke which was just like oh god it really is it really is a pandemic now <laughs> but i was they had um showings for movies all day long and i'm like i wonder if i wonder if they're losing money by being open and that's just here, but places will have to make that kind of decision. Um, you know, walleye and everybody else—is it worth us? Just follow the math. Is it worth us to be open for X amount of people or twenty-five percent when we can only do this and it's going to cost us this? So.
1: Right, and I mean to be honest, like that's why I'm like really surprised about most of the uh, college football teams. Um, and even hearing, like, Big Ten is going to come back. Like, I, I mean, to be honest, I was very, very shocked. I mean, especially, like, not being able to have fans. Like, I mean, I get maybe they'll get a little bit of money off of, like, selling things or merchandise and things like that.
0: They'll keep their TV money.
1: Sure. But, I mean, you have to think, though, like, uh, especially if you look at a school like Michigan or if you look at a school like Ohio State, like, the football programs are basically what pay for all the other sports. Yeah. So they, I don't. It's you know, it was one of those things where like, OK, I mean, we saw like BG drop baseball like really, really quick, you know, and that was just going to be that was just going to continue to happen throughout the year. So, I mean, I'm glad that they brought it back. I didn't know what I was going to do with my Saturdays. So now I only have four of them to figure it out. Um, I mean, I got in like NFL drafts like I'm in a pick thing and I'm in fantasy football and I'm watching it like a hawk. Like, should've who ha- am I?
0: I should have had you do my fantasy draft last week because I couldn't get into it.
1: You should have. I was I- like number three or four
0: or something like that. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I don't know the intricate details of, of the college football mess. Um, I was reading a, a very thoughtful writer last night for Sports Illustrated, and he was like, here's the spin, but here's the reality. There were uh, college coaches saying, the kids will be safer with us staying to a schedule. And then he listed all the games that have been canceled because of COVID outbreaks <laughs> with the colleges. And how um, the coaches, uh, an Ohio State kid yesterday decided to, to sit out This season, these coaches obviously want to keep their good players. So when they come back, um, they can get, they can have good records. So there's, there's a spin and then there's a reality and maybe this is oversimplifying it. And I know some of these other conferences are playing, but I just look at like the big 10 and they go, I look at everything as, follow the money and what are the lawyers saying because all i can right. imagine is you you talk about like michigan and ohio state football keeping the lights on for everybody well if something happens and they're not buttoned up with protocol then yeah. all of a sudden the university of michigan becomes um the university of kim who got covid cuz we didn't follow rules right right well
1: it's you know i mean the whole college thing on top of it is just sketchy as shit anyways. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. I mean, I didn't listen in college. I didn't care if you told me not to do it I was going to do it twice. Like, you know, watch me kind of a thing. So, I don't want to say that everyone was like that. It's not that I was overly reckless, but like I I was old enough to know that I could make my own decisions and I had to fix them if I made them. Um, where I don't think that they completely understand, you know, I mean, even looking at that kid in Miami who had like a huge party and he's like, yep. but you have your COVID. He's right. like, yeah, but so are all they, like they've right. all been tested too. And I'm like, is that wrong? Like, I I don't know that I would at 21 or 19 would be like, well, yeah, I mean, if you've already got it, I've already got it. So what's it matter? <laughs> you know,
0: we would totally act the same way because yeah. you, you, you don't. I, I'll, I remember when I was like 22 or 23 years old and I started a new job, and my dad kept bugging me about, you know, did I fill out the insurance form yet? I'm like, what do I need health insurance for? They're just taking my money and I don't ever get <laughs> right. sick. And yeah. I know all those kids think like that. That's why I've totally taken like any level of school off of my grid. And right. I, I have to extract that from the overall thinking of COVID because it's going to happen there. And like Alex sent me a picture of the, the Miami party today. And yeah. She said, isn't this nuts? I'm like, no, this is completely predictable. And yeah, the, the Perrysburg uh, mini outbreak where like a hundred people had to quarantine. I don't know if the superintendents are just like, we expected this as in we're prepared for it, which would be much more settling. I think it's more like, oh, of course this was going to happen. Now what do we do? But right. this, this was all very predictable
1: yeah no i i completely agree i mean and those questions were things that i think everyone was even throwing around like when it came down to yes they're all going back to school and it was like, well, even if it's hybrid, well, it's like, okay, well, your kids are going to be on the same schedule, okay. But if my kid gets sick, then the oldest has to stop going to school. The whole class has to quarantine, and so does the teacher who also teaches two other days a week to two other kids who have a son named. You know what I mean? It just, so it's like the never-ending game, like telephones.
0: So if you follow, if you follow exactly what you just said, and that's what it is. Yep. You just you have to keep everybody home, but people, yeah. pe- too many people didn't didn't want that, and as I, I guess we have to keep reminding people like your kids will be fine you'll probably be fine but it's the person that's two over from you you just killed their grandfather
1: exactly no and it's it's like one of the memes i saw like at the very beginning of all of this and it was like how american to decide we're done with covid now like yeah we're just we're done like nobody wants to do it and i mean and i i definitely teeter totter on both sides too like there're days i want to rip my hair out and scream and be like screw it i don't care i'm going out i'm doing this i'm doing that and then there's days i'm like no don't take the kids to Meyer, please <laughs> please just don't take them to Meyer.
0: that was that was i said that back in in may i had my first furlough week here and thank goodness the uh the gym opened up that week so i had something to do but that's when things began to open and i was like yeah so this is what it is like to your point like America has eight weeks of we're going to dig in and do it for somebody else. And then we're yeah. like, all right, back to our selfish freedoms.
1: Yeah, we're like, we're over this now. Yeah. Also, can I have my change back, please? <laughs> like, like, what is that? Also, I'd like my change.
0: I don't even want to get started on that nonsense. I know,
1: I know.
0: <laughs> um, just because people, I when I worked at Rita's Water Ice as a kid, um, my boss, who was, wasn't mu- that much older than me, he showed me how to correctly put change in someone's hand and to this day no one else has ever done that really he he, he
1: stack it and then just drop it
0: no you 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 (laughs) give when when somebody holds their hand out you put the, the coins in first and then the money and then the cash the bills yeah yeah the bills because a lot of people will give you the cash, the, the bills, and then they put the coins on top of that, and then we're fumbling all over the place. Yeah,
1: I hate that. I hate that. And, and no matter what you do when you're in line, you always feel like you're rushed to like get out of the way for the next person.
0: Right. Like, yeah. if, if somebody wants to put a chip in my head where I can blink, like, seven times, or if it's eight for another $10, so I don't have to <laughs> deal, with, deal with like losing my debt. Like, I'm totally fine without any kind of cash or debit card so the coin stuff, like, just added to um, the United States of hoax that we were in. I know, I know. Um,
1: I don't think I've ever even seen you carry cash.
0: Right. Like, right. you
1: always just carry, like, literally your card,
0: like, in your hand, I think in your you, phone. I think what you meant to say is you've never seen me with a wallet.
1: Yes, a wallet. But, like, even with dollar bills, like, I don't know that I've ever seen you be like, oh, yeah, I have a dollar. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen that ever.
0: I, when when somebody, I've been given money for when I return something or someone has paid me back, um, and I stuff it in my junk drawer. And, oh yeah, uh, I've
1: seen that junk drawer. That does have cash in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
0: And then the only thing I ever needed cash for was Mondays before work when I would go to the Circle K because it was one dollar coffee, and <laughs> I would ha- I would hand them a a dollar a dollar bill. But yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with not having money. But all the conspiracies and nonsense with it was like I. It, it was a rough couple of months, and I'm seriously considering bailing from Facebook from, like, October 3rd. I to, agree. To, yeah, I, we should I'm, do it. I'm going to be in this election bubble, and I don't want any part of the nonsense.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'll I just, like, I don't know. You know, I have my Dexter basement now, so I might, like, just off people, and I don't want to do that. So I feel like getting off Facebook is, like, the best the best thing for me at this point.
0: So you painted the basement black with the intention of making it what?
1: So, no, I just painted the rafters. Like, I think that's what you'd call that. I don't know. The joists from the floor above. The place where the asbestos
0: grows? Yeah, but I don't have asbestos. Right, but if you did.
1: If I did. Um, Mine's all wood. So right there. So we painted basically up until where the cinder block of the basement goes down is all white. I painted that myself. Um, with like a dry lock, like super, like, so your basement doesn't get wet stuff. And then I sprayed all the entire ceiling. We sprayed it black and it's matte black, but it's like all the ductwork, everything. And so now it's like a playroom hybrid office space and laundry room. So we took, remember like the old, uh, carts that I had at the store. I took the butcher block off of them and we have like a 12 foot desk. So like Tucker has his space. I
0: have my space and Parker will have her space. Very Nice.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. I'll send you pics. Yeah,
0: anything for anything, anything that gets painted black, I'm in for.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's very cool, and it's matte black, so it's awesome. I'm very proud of myself.
0: Uh, so, does, does it have a little shine on a scale of one to ten? What's the shine from it? Zero. It's matte Zero? black. Okay, all right. Yeah. I know sometimes there's a matte that has like a little bit of a, a gloss to it.
1: No, um, absolutely no gloss. No
0: well, loss whatsoever. See, you've you've been somewhat productive. You've, you you oh, gave I've yourself a new room. Productive.
1: Yeah, I've been super productive. It's just you know the you, time
0: you brought up the shop. All. You brought up the shop. Do you ever think um, what what life would have been like now had you kept going with the shop? Because you'd have, nobody would be in there. Was I mean I when I when when I lost my job three years ago, luxury purchases like thirteen dollars of thirteen dollar <laughs> thirteen dollar bottles of olive oil had to go. Yeah,
1: no, I don't miss it at all. I mean, I think you know that I've like, kind of never missed it. I miss the people, um, but I never have missed that at all. Um, I love what I do. I love the change. I like change. I like chaos. Um, I like being busy. So I'm I'm glad it would have totally been probably worse and put me into a money hole even worse than it already did. So, I mean, it's good. I'm good. I'm good with it. Yeah, Got you, out
0: you, you, just you, in time. You likely would have been one of the businesses to go out of business and not come back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do you yeah. know Do you know where we can uh, buy any of that stuff? Not online, but around here.
1: I mean, there's one in Ann Arbor. That's like the closest one. That's
0: right. Um, I can go like a la carte at different places. Like I'll pick up a lemon vinegar here or a lemon olive oil there, but it's not like your place or buying online. It was just too much. It was just too hard to swallow for like 96 bucks for, for four bottles. Yeah. <sighs> Or whatever it was. It was a lot, but (laughs) it was expensive.
1: Well, next time I go to Trader Joe's, I'll go up there and stop and swing by for you.
0: Yeah, like I get like a year's supply.
1: A year's supply, yeah.
0: And for those that don't know, we're talking about Bumble Olive Oil, which (laughs) was your store when it was on um, Secor and Central at Cricket West, not when it was in the mall. Correct. Um. So anti-social socializing.
1: Yeah. So that's what I was wondering. Cause I know, I mean, I've seen Floyd like a few times um, and I know you're not into socializing anyways, but like, how have you like, even like you would go to the movies and you do you would do stuff like that. And I haven't really talked to you much. Like, what have you, like, what are your new weight? Are you still just doing the same thing that you were doing all the time?
0: Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I did not have to make any, any life changes at, at all. Like, and I, and I, I was very delicate on, on the air um, I tried to read the room as best I could and not brag. it hurt
1: some of us. Right, <laughs> it hurt right. our hearts. So, yeah.
0: like, in April, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I love, like, nobody's calling me to go out anymore. Like, I don't have to make up excuses. And then people started to get into their groove. And then I was like, introverts, take over. Now you know what the rest of us feel like. <laughs> um, but my, I've gone out to eat and things like that and the gym and I do, you know, my errands. Um but I was always wearing a mask when I needed to, and I'm very safe. Like, uh, for let me give you a for instance. So, I know you guys always joke with me that I was a germaphobe. I wouldn't call it that. Like, germs are one thing. Like, you need germs to have an immune system. But I know how yes. fucking dirty some people are. Yeah. So, when I go to Panera in the morning, I will use my pinky finger on the keypad because it's very unlikely I will do anything with my pinky finger on my face. Okay. Um, So
1: I have a question. Yeah, I actually have. Okay, so which Panera are you going to? (laughs) That's my bigger question. Like, are you driving to Spring Meadows and then driving all the way back? What
0: do you mean all the way? It's like it's it's seven minutes at most.
1: But like, are you going to like the studio after that? Are you like going like you get up in the morning, you go get your coffee and then you go home?
0: Uh, no, I go, like today, I went, I woke up at 7.45, I was over at Panera at 8, I wasn't feeling well, so I came home, and I was home at 8.30 after I drank coffee, I don't, I I was only coming in here early last week, so that Floyd and I could stay in a rhythm, Okay, Um, obviously it's a lot easier to do this now and put everything together, not that I lived that far, or had that much else to do, but, um, I've, I, you... I think you know me well enough. Like, I like to complain, complain, and whine like everybody else. But then, you know, I dig in and I adapt, like, un- unlike anybody else.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. No, um, I was just wondering.
0: I have kept the same people, if you want to put it that way, in my in my circle, though. Like, I see the same small handful of people here. Do you remember Josh the engineer? He went to China.
1: Um. Did I meet him at your house? Is he married?
0: Was. Oh, he, you were at the, did you come to the party last year? Or yeah, I've, I've been to two. Okay. Josh was at last year's one. He was the bigger guy, glasses, like mop top, black hair. Yes. So he was our engineer. He got like okay. a, from my heart and he works here now. Um, okay. And I convinced him to live right past the Kroger on airport. So he's now been welcomed into the circle. But my, my circle is all the people that, you know, like um, I haven't seen her a bunch, but Juliana. And, Matt okay. and Melissa downtown, and an array of animals. So, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Same circle, same thing. Still playing games online. I'm sure.
0: I I don't do that. That's what Josh. That's what Josh and Proctor do.
1: Okay. Gotcha.
0: Um. Oh, are you talking the the Jackbox game? Yeah,
1: the Jackbox game.
0: Maj did that last week. I oh, almost-
1: I I have it on my laptop. I had to do. We were doing like. For like the first six weeks or eight weeks of yeah you asked things. me about that yeah we had to do like we were doing social like happy hour for like our team um like our revenue team or something like that so I had to like think of something that was like a good idea and I was like oh that'll work and then but then I downloaded it and you get like a pack of six games and I was like holy shit like I can't, there was like one out of six that I could play with work people I'm like this isn't really yeah like the other ones were inappropriate but it was on sale it was the cheapest one so I was like i'm gonna go with this one and i was like oh you're cheap because you're naughty i like it i like it
0: i know that people aren't gonna people aren't gonna take well to this uh but they're under different guidelines than i am of all the calls i've had to be on i think i've only flipped the video on on like three of them and one of them with was with our ceo last week who was doing a uh uh, a local town hall, and I yeah. was I was in my normal Zoom. We use blue jeans here. Phone call position on the couch as I normally am with <laughs> dogs underneath me.
1: I like it. It's fun. Yeah, it works. You- I've only been walked in on Parker's walked in twice in on, on a meeting, and like once she just creepily st- like stood behind me, and I had headphones in, so I didn't even hear her or see her. And like everyone's just kind of like laughing, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait. It, like I don't see anything funny. So I like, turned around and she's just standing there like a little creepy like doll, like just right over my like shoulder, right behind me.
0: I always remind people of this. There's something there's a story that I say from years ago. Like people and and I used this back in like August when your kids are more resilient, like people were worried about their kids in school more than they needed to be, because kids, as you know, are actually quite resilient and people are as well like we've had to get used to a lot and there's been changes in life but it's like you look back now and go me sitting at home do you remember what was it like three years or so ago there was a really important doctor on one of the daytime shows or something and then his kid crept in yes yes
1: and like the either the wife or whoever she was like scrambled (laughs) in to grab it yeah
0: 48 million views it would have been the number one tiktok video of all time if tiktok was around then yeah and now that's everyone's life
1: it is it is and it's like you can't even judge i mean there's a few times i've judged like where like someone's like just sitting there literally like holding their child i'm like just turn the camera off Susie. like nobody cares yeah um everyone thinks your kid's cute great bye yeah um like that kind of shit bothers me but no i mean it's at this point it's it's literally covid no rules like if you see my kid i rather you see my kid than accidentally see my ass so we're gonna go
0: ahead with that like the the only thing that i'm super wary of and actually i want to we'll we'll uh kind of wrap up some things here with the chris evans thing which took on new life today and i was frantically (laughs) texting floyd earlier today so are you up to speed on this yeah speaking of speaking about like you know it, it is what it is like it's a body part it was did you see it I did see it. Okay, you're not going to find it anymore. It's a body part. He obviously has nothing to be embarrassed about. Further showing us that he is he has been gifted by God and, and DNA and all that stuff. Um, he was radio silent through yesterday, and it happened on a Saturday. I don't. I have questions like whether or not it was intentional or or, or what. But we'll, we'll never know that. I think he has good PR people. But it was basically done and over with because football took over yesterday and people wanted, or two days ago, and people wanted to talk about football. And so last night, either I think his brother tweeted, um, What's going on? Yeah. and, (laughs) And then he tweeted, Now that I have your attention, go vote on November 3rd. Right. I'm surprised he wasn't more uh, pro-Biden and anti-Trump because he hates Trump.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was really funny. I was like, that's a good way to come back from that. Like whether he came up with that on his own or he has a, a little you know person in his ear, that was
0: genius. Uh, he has great, great PR people, although I, I think he would have had some input on how this because he handled it perfectly. He yeah. just let it die down and then laughed at it. Now. He's in a position where he he can laugh at it because no one's like snickering at him.
1: Um, well, but like not to be a little just on. okay, go ahead.
0: You got to fix your uh, your headphones
1: there. Oh, sorry. It's Better. because I was fixing my ponytail. Go ahead. No, you go um, ahead. S- okay. So how do we know it's his? Right, right, right like what if someone said them and like it's like their joke like look at this pyramid with a hat on you know like, <laughs> like, like it's like something
0: just completely random you know and and i don't think he's like that because that's that's very that's from the the uh chris Jenner playbook yeah and i don't think that's him he is very authentic he's very real but you never know with these people you, you never... say it like you know him
1: like he's so real, he's so authentic. I see all of
0: his dog pictures, and he, he loathes Trump, so I uh, I gravitate towards him. But at the end of the day, even if we think we know somebody because we follow their tweets and we're fans, we know like half a percent of these people. So if you if somebody came out in two years and said that whole thing was orchestrated so he could promote blank, um, I would be like maybe that's just my cynicism, but I also think that that's a reality. So this thing was dead, and. I felt weird, like, I didn't share it, but I talked about it, again, because he has nothing to be embarrassed about, and yes, there's absolutely a double standard when this happens between men and, and male and female actors and actresses, sure. there's all that, but, so I'm at the gym today, and he pops up on the TV screen, they have all the daytime talk show stuff on, Yeah. and I'm, I Googled, I'm like, I didn't know a Tamron Hall, who's, Floyd's that that's his new Oprah. He loves yeah. Tamron, Tamron Hall. Her show just got moved by the way. And it was like a talk show roulette or something. The the wheel spun. And I'm like, okay, so this is Tamron Hall. I'm like, Floyd, um Chris Evans is on now. I'm like, he's like, yes, I I know all our guests. I'm like, was this taped? Like so that made me go, something's a little weird here and I, you didn't see it, did you? I didn't No. All right. Let me play it for you, okay? okay. Chris Evans, you tweeted out uh, something referencing, I think, uh, you were trending over the weekend. Your brother even commented that he'd left social media for the weekend, logged back on, what I missed. You said, now that I have your attention, vote. What happened, Chris? Something happened this weekend? <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I your brother go after your brother first of all because his tweet caught my eye i don't know how your tweet didn't catch my eye but his tweet caught my eye what is you know, he talking was really about I was traveling from new york to DC, <laughs> uh, and you know it's really busy and now, obviously that is so nice of you of to try to cover for chris but i will cut your mic off chris <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling i mean you you've used uh, this to, to get our eyes on something that is more important yeah yeah that's 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 called turning a frown upside down, Cameron. <laughs> he had some initiative, some community initiative to promote, but I was stunned. I don't know if he had, if this was planned for him to be on there or or what, but you asked a good question. Like how, he could have just had somebody else's dick on the camera roll or it could have yeah. been fun Photoshop. So, but that was, uh, I was, I was rubbing my eyes this morning and that's why I had to frantically text Floyd. I'm like, is this live? Like, is, <laughs>
1: Was it? Like, did they ever say if it was or? Oh, you, I mean,
0: you can tell, I mean, whether it was live It or, sounds like it's, yeah. I mean, it wasn't something like where they were rerunning an episode. This was a new episode and this was in the, in the wake of what happened. So there's That's that, funny. but whether you're going to laugh at it or you're going to just not say anything, both are, are good ways to handle things like this. Like I said yesterday on the air and on the podcast, there are, there are like at least a half dozen other things that I would have much more concern leaking out about my personal life or information than that.
1: Right. No, totally. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. I come, I would completely agree with that. I would, that would, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine put it very succinctly. and We've all seen these things and I don't know why it's, so eye-opening or why we i mean it's it's the gossip gene that activates in all of us but quickly once you get over it it's like all right we we, we saw it we moved on you know that that's it and then you you judge the character the value of the person's character
1: by the by the dp
0: <laughs> no no no! no. I, I mean like how they they manage and oh, oh how the they like
1: city. that after i was what? like wait no. <laughs> I've known quite a few characters attached to D's, and they're not awesome. <laughs> so no, I, don't I know. Don't... <laughs> no, I know. Okay. I know.
0: Um, or my first thought was, if that's it, who did he send it to? Who's he yeah. Dating? Who's he dating now? Because he's pretty, He I wouldn't say that he's private with his dating life, but he doesn't hang it out there for everybody. Like I, I can only name that he, deemed, he dated Sandra Bullock a handful of years ago, but that's it.
1: Yeah, I was just really, honestly, when they were like, oh, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, I was like, wait, was he the one that was married to somebody? And then... Chris I Pratt. Forget- yep, Chris Pratt. And I was like, yeah. wait, is he the Hemsworth guy? Is he Thor? You and they're like, no, Captain America. And I was like, gosh, like, so he was the last Chris on my list, who's D I'd want to see.
0: I guess it's just the fascination of, there's very few things that can relate us to famous people. But knowing that they sexed just like we do, it makes <laughs> us feel a little closer to him. That's that's what it has to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. Makes them feel a little bit closer to home.
0: Who feel who, who feels closer to home?
1: <laughs> like it makes us like, oh, like he's just a normal he's just a normal right. guy like us. Or right, he's just right, a normal right. guy like me, just, you know, sending my unsolicited dick pics everywhere. Whatever. It's no or, big deal.
0: Or solicited.
1: Yeah, or solicited. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Yes. Um, all right. So here's an edit point for me. So you, here's the, the girl thing, and yes, y- you're going to be mad. Um, and I, I might you you tell me whether we leave this in or not because. If I don't provide enough context, and I can't put everything out there, I don't want my my character to be damned for one mistake, one very okay. ba- one very bad oversight, um, and one mistake doesn't make the the person, the the man or the woman. So here's what happened, um, and it wasn't even so I relayed uh, my attraction to the very good friend of the girl that i was seeing you relayed your attraction i don't know what that means i told i i said i was like i in a, it it was as clumsy in the messages as it is now um because i realized that i was first of all and it's you're breathing heavily now sorry i'm just
1: listening go ahead go ahead sorry
0: um This is absolutely not an excuse and I take 1,000% responsibility and how much this woman now hates me and all the things she said to me on text earlier today is she is 1,000% entitled to feel that way. I am not making excuses or trying to rationalize. It was late on Friday night and I was delirious from my schedule. I had not slept. But again... Absolutely no excuse not to make this mistake. But I was, I have spoken with her friend before. It, the, the, it's just internet stuff or, you know, one person follows the other one. And I had, I was sharing with her that I was, and again, this is not an excuse, but this is how the conversation went. I was sharing with her that I'm disappointed that I can't see Mallory so much because she has a lot going on in her life. And right. another, another thing I should have thought was, Creating this kind of drama with what she's going on with now is... is, is So, again, I, I am super bad. This is not the worst thing I've ever done, but this is as bad as I've felt in a long time. And I didn't relay this to Mallory. I basically just said, I'm not even... I, I, I tried to be succinct because nothing I said was going to go over well, nor should it. Um, I texted, but all the words I can use won't make you think otherwise. It's why I'm not even trying to. I'm not trustworthy. The end. But I basically said, I said to her, I was flirting with her friend. Um,
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: So. I uh, wasn't
1: picking up on that. And that was a lot of words to get to that response. You should have said, I was talking to her friend and I maybe accidentally flirted with her or hit on her. And so now it's weird. And clearly I screwed up. You're like talking about some words. Like, I thought you were trying to say that you don't see her and that you're for her. Uh, Okay. I'm I'm very clear
0: now. Amid the conversation where I was <laughs> yes. l- lamenting that I don't see her, I was like, it would be great to have that available. And I, I think that that is with you possibly. Again, it was just as clumsy in the text message. Um, again, I was overly tired, but that doesn't make up for, for, for what I did. I should have smacked myself or something. And I even knew, because I said to her, I was like, I, I don't want to be responsible for breaking up a friendship, which ironically I, I might have been. So... Fast forward to uh, today, I had not heard from anything from, no, I'm sorry, last night. I'd not heard from Mallory for three days, which is not completely unusual. Um, She would often vanish and when she would do it and it was inconsiderate at times, um, I was disappointed, I was upset, I was angry. She even pointed out to me, she said that I had said I, I wouldn't accept an apology, but what I did is, does, even that she did that, this is not any kind of retribution on, on, on my part. I, I went way out of bounds um, beyond her and I attempting to communicate. So she vanished for like two and a half days. Actually, yeah, almost three days. It was eating at me. I had to tell the truth. Uh-huh. And most, time, most of the time you should tell the truth. Other times you, you shouldn't, but I, I am not a good liar. So. Did friends flirt back?
1: Hold up. Did friend flirt back? Did you read into it? Did she seem like she was equally as interested of some sort or at least like play along with it? Yeah,
0: yeah I, I didn't cross a boundary in that way. She was surprised that I was was interested in her because okay. her and I had, had actually talked before Mallory about connecting for coffee. Okay. And she was just surprised that I, I could be interested in her. Um, okay. So it wasn't like, ooh, no, go away. And then the friend thing came up and it was just it, it just dropped. So I, after not hearing from Mallory for a couple of days, I just felt the need to be, and it wasn't even from not hearing from her, I felt the need to be completely honest and forthcoming. Um, sure. And uh, that, that obviously, you know, was a Kim Jong-un type nuclear uh, war that began over text message throughout the day today. And uh, she has the right and the privilege and whatever she can she can say all that stuff because, um, I I earned it I, I earned it with, with a really bad mistake.
1: So two things: one, did friend? I mean, uh, uh, like, how close are her and friend? Are they like best friends? Are they? We talk, we text, we see each other once a week. We talk and text every single day.
0: I think it's I think it's not best friend, but pretty damn close
1: okay so did friend ever tell her
0: i don't know and that's what i'm concerned about because had i kept my mouth shut while i would have had an awful conscience um now i might have brought a headache to the other to to the friend who i made sure to tell mallory when she was like hold on let me go to the text message and so i can be specific at least tell me if there's anything I should be upset about with blank, or is this solely a fuck to Eric cunt situation? <laughs> oh, um, and I didn't get back to her in time, but my response was thousand percent all on me, complete because the last thing I want to be responsible for um, is is breaking up a friendship. So sure,
1: I guess. So my only, I I mean, yeah, total douchebag move, like total, total D-bag move. But my, I guess my, more of my concern is like, did you feel like you had to tell her knowing that the friend did not show any of that back to you? It was just like you being whatever you said, like tired, flirty, horny, whatever you think you had going on Friday night, that you would make yourself talk to someone else while you were kind of seeing someone that you weren't seeing, whatever. But why did you feel the need to tell her? Like, was it just to make yourself feel better? Because then that opens up to, like, another problem. Like, sometimes when you say things, sometimes the best thing to do is to not tell that person. Because at that point, you're just hurting them. Where, like, that takes a bigger person, I think, than to say, hey, you know what? I had to tell you because I had to feel better.
0: Because I, unfortunately, like I said... the truth is not always the best thing to say, but it's, right. it's it's like stamped into my DNA. And it was just the person that I did this with because I okay. I disrupted a friendship. Had I done this with somebody else, it's not a big deal. And if things progressed with that person, I would have said, "Hey Mallory, you and I never see each other. Um I'm going to pursue this. It was just the person that I did it with and it's it's a. You asked a great question, and my only answer is because I am honest to a goddamn fault. And, um, yeah, do you want me to leave this in the podcast, or are people people gonna hate me for life with this?
1: Cause I don't think people are gonna hate you for life. I think people. I mean, I think honestly, it's. I guess. I would like to know more of the situation like what was said because to be honest like maybe your flirting is really shitty and like maybe what you thought was flirting was like not at all flirting to her and she's like uh,
0: you're getting muffled again.
1: Oh sorry. Maybe like to you like what you thought was flirting she was probably like whatever like this guy (laughs) like like where she didn't even take it that way or she was like blowing it off like without having a response to her to assume that you did like that you're I mean yes you flirted whatever I mean, I guess it's like at what level? Like from like a level one to ten. Like how heavy were you laying it on? Oh,
0: it, it, no, no, no! It was it was a combination of me lamenting that I I like the most over the like there was nothing sexting about it. It was me lamenting like maybe maybe I, I think I said I feel like I could see you more often, um, and again more more truthfulness there. But again. I said that to the to the wrong person in the wrong situation. And um, Mallory has every... She said to me, um, she texted me that you should stop giving advice to people and lots of other oh. awful things to me. And I get it. When when you're angry, when you're upset, and I certainly caused all of that, uh, you're going to say things, and I don't even know if she'll ever wind up regretting them. She, she shouldn't because I completely deserve that. But one awful mistake like this, especially where I didn't have to bury a body, um, you know, is, is not endemic of who and what my character is.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I mean honestly, from like the way you're saying it, I don't think, it could have been like way, way worse to where like you were doing something or it could have been like, you know, like DEFCON 5. There was no, like I don't think, a second,
0: my dick, my dick pic will break up your friendship so we can date. It was nothing like that. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't anything like, oh hey, like I can't get a hold of her so you want to hang out tonight. Like, it was more saying like, I can never hang out with her. I could hang out with you more. Like maybe I should have tried that. Like you basically. I mean, you're getting muffled again. God, I have boobs. Um, it, it's falling into my boobage. Um, no, I think that it just. I think you're giving yourself. I think it was a total dipshit thing to do. I think it's a total douchebag thing to do, but. To completely, like, beat yourself over it and to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm not, like, it's this isn't my character. Like, it's, I mean, it, it, it happens.
0: No, I, I know. And, and I, I'm i upset. My stomach is in, yeah. in a knot today. And I am upset because I, I let her down. And she gave me the, uh, you know, all the lines. Like, I trusted you and I can't believe I told you things. Well, look, I, I told you things, too. And, um, you know, a, a lot of things. And that that's what you do when you get to know a person. You, you never expect that. All, you never expect things will go sideways as they do, but you really should yeah, if yeah. you want to. You trust people, and sometimes that trust is broken. And I am in no way, shape, or form saying that I did not break her trust because I absolutely did, and I take a thousand percent responsibility for that. And I feel like shit today. And um, how
1: long has been this been? How long has this been going on? Like, how long have you guys been like seeing, not seeing each other? Fuck, I don't even know. A
0: like. Cup- Couple of months, maybe the end of end of July. That sounds about okay. right.
1: Okay, okay. So I mean, like six weeks.
0: Maybe a little longer than that. And okay. And again, this I did not do what I did as any kind of I'll show you for ghosting me with not of, a, not a, like I was going through some things, like some stuff. Uh, yeah. Wink, wink. Right. And I needed somebody to talk to, and she had been great to talk to about a lot of those things. Um. And, and she wasn't there for me this is not any kind of vengeance for that this is just a a a terrible relationship friendship ending misjudgment on my part I'm sorry no it's okay it's okay yeah. um i don't I don't have you ever recalled me doing anything like this since we've known each other no no not you, at all i am I am not a perfect person I make mistakes I don't think i I make the worst mistakes. Um, and I'm not claiming any kind of perfection. Um, I can still give advice to people. Um, and in fact, when you make mistakes like this, you, you, it's the ultimate teaching lesson. I know everybody's had a lot of those over the last six or seven months.
1: For sure. Yeah. No, I mean, you're always, you're pretty, you're a pretty logical person and you think things through. I think before, like, not totally before you say them because I think sometimes you don't think before you speak and that's fine. But this is just a bigger example of where sometimes that can go wrong. And it, so it it, you know.
0: it goes into my character flaw, which I am ultra objective and literal and yes. robotic. So I have thought them through, but it goes through my, my processor. Yes. Um, no joke will go over my head. I would catch it. Um, so and, and and lined up with that is like tell the truth. Right. Um and th- this this wasn't even like guilt. Like oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, she's going to find it. It wasn't even that. It was just coming coming forward. Now and now I hope uh. that it's just done and put the bed and uh, I can move on. Yeah. Every like I told her to move on. Like move on away from me. The, the, the go away from me. Actually, she's of all the you know all emotional things and I would never hold anything against her. She said uh Please delete this thread. Everything is good. I said everything is gone. You're out of my life. And she said LOL, just the way you wanted it. And that that wasn't my intention at all. I <sighs> when I when I want to uh, like move on from somebody, I don't sabotage it or anything like that. So.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that's painful. I feel like the texts are more vicious than what happened <laughs> like from both of you. Like I, bo- it's I, like it's like it was like fighting words.
0: I kept reviewing what I said and it was Flirty, but it wasn't like. Hold on a second, I got to take a pic. It was, it was yeah. flirty, and again, I was, it, it was bad, and I, I'm not going to make any excuse for right. it. But I, right, right, right. When, when Mallory was texting me her her ire, which again she had all the right in the world to do, I almost wanted to say, it's not. It wasn't as flirtatious as you think. But the fact that I had the thought, and I didn't say this, but I was thinking. I want to say it wasn't as bad as what you think. But I would say the fact that I had the thought was really bad. Not that anybody should be the thought police. I'm sure people think outside of the relationship all the time. Um, But...
1: Yeah, I would say, like, I wouldn't even compare it to, like, the thoughts because, I mean, I'm I'm currently trying to teach a seven-year-old that having bad thoughts is okay and that everyone has them. It's about right. what you do with them or what you say about them that makes it, you know, good or bad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in what you do with it, you know. Do you put it in your spank bank or do you, you know, have to run and tell someone? Um, and I think that's what makes the difference. So I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. That's rough. And I'm sad for both of you. I'm sad that you did that to her and I'm upset that, you know whatever you guys were working on is gone. But I mean, I guess better sooner than later. Cause if you're that attracted to the friend, it would have never
0: worked out anyways. <laughs> like, I don't it, know. It's, <laughs> it's not. And it wasn't even, it, it wasn't even that she just seemed at least in that moment. And maybe she had a, a moment of weakness as well, because we're, we're human beings. Um, she just seemed more available and again this goes this this does this is no kind of vengeance like i'll show her it was more hopeful because i liked her and cared about her a lot and it's just we it, she was unable to make it work but this is not any revenge or some kind of justice that i was chasing because of that it was just a, a a really bad misjudgment i I wish you would have had more time, and I never pestered her like I often do because I wanted it to work out, but um you know the universe with all the stuff going on in her life um and her occasional unwillingness to let me help a little bit more was was just not matching up, yeah, I get it she was uh she was talking uh Michigan and I was talking, yeah, you just want to go get some water rights or something. <laughs>
1: I did try the water ice place by the way. It was delicious.
0: My, yeah, yeah, you told me you. What did you? You didn't tell me you got water ice too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. What'd you get? Got, um, the one that was like cherry, pineapple, and something else. Red, orange, and yellow. I don't remember which one it was, but it was delicious.
0: When I've had it before, I get the the orange one with vanilla. It's delicious. Like it is better than Rita's. Really. mm Hmm.
1: Ugh, yeah, I used to, I wish that was here when I was, I like, that was like the one thing I ate every day when I was pregnant with Tucker was like the little like frozen ones you can get from the freezer.
0: What is it like uh, Luigi's Italian Ice? <laughs> yeah,
1: Luigi's Italian Ice. Way different, but still yeah, delicious. Yeah. The cherry's um, the best.
0: But yeah, I, I got to get back over there. And I, I got an email from one of the food delivery places saying and crazy Philly was in the subject line and because I'm so used to deleting that shit I deleted it and I couldn't find it oh. but if that place is on the delivery apps that guy's, gonna, that guy's gonna stay in business a long time thanks to me
1: that's how we got it we got it through I think did it was you? Grubhub yeah
0: did you okay Y'all. I, there's so many of them now I, I, might I, know. Have, I might not have looked at them and some of them intersect but I'm glad you enjoyed it cause I did you did get the mail on the cheesesteak though right yeah. Mm. I said
1: no mayo, but they there put it was on. mayo. Yeah. It's fine. I like mayo, so yeah, what else?
0: Their service might have to improve a little bit. It was kind of a cluster when I went over there, but the guy had only been open for like a week and a half and he had some like fifteen year old answering the phones. But I, I hope it I hope it makes I mean, it should make it on the camp or right off the campus of U T, so
1: Yeah. Have you tried poly eyes yet?
0: I have not. I keep forgetting oh about it.
1: Oh my god, you gotta get
0: it. So the it's obviously the breadsticks what about everything else
1: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i know nothing else i drive to bowling green for fucking cheese sticks and now it's in toledo and i still forget that it's in toledo yeah Uh, like i was coming back from finley and i was like hey you want me to stop and get breadsticks in bg and i was like oh i'm not doing that like we have one now
0: do they do they deliver
1: i don't know to be honest i don't know if they do or not
0: Spot, Not sure. they should because they took over Oasis's spot and Oasis delivered everything.
1: Well, that's where I'm confused because Oasis, oh my, I guess there is like multiple Oasis. I yeah. was like getting on something the other night and Oasis was still on like the food app. And I was like, hey, I didn't even know that they still existed.
0: They were like the originally, the way somebody explained Oasis to me when I looked at their menu, which was like everything, they were yeah. like the prehistoric Uber Eats you call oasis and i'm like i want spaghetti and garlic bread with three tacos and then they go get it somewhere right
1: yes completely um well like they made everything like they had like it was like a multi-unit like family home with different levels of food like you know like the old clubs on like the east coast were like level one is like the rock and roll bar level two is like the like electronic and level three is the hip-hop club that's what the restaurant was like like level one was pizza level two is burgers level three is barbecue level four is mediterranean
0: must have been a massive kitchen because you're right because there's other locations i think there's one on on navarre over in in oregon
1: yeah i think there's one on reynolds still like
0: yeah there are a lot of places um food stuff what else do i want to add oh oh last thing i just i literally just saw it like an hour or so ago and i'm curious considering like all the pandemic shit so there's another bar place opening in the art gallery next to Fleetwoods. It's called I just,
1: just saw that.
0: Firefly.
1: Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Like what is it about or who's who's running it? Who's owning no, it? No,
0: I'll have to I'll have to ask. Um, I'll have to ask some people downtown. I'm surprised that some place is opening. I mean, it'll do fine in that spot if it can survive. Firefly. Eat, drink, dance, enjoy.
1: Yeah. Well that's what I'm just I'm just wondering like a the like the name. I don't understand what the concept is at all on any of that. Um so that's where I'm at with it. I don't and I haven't heard anything about it, which I feel is weird. I mean I'm definitely not going out like I used to, but the fact that I've heard nothing is shocking to me.
0: Well, we're not downtown, we're not buzzing with people like we used to and I buzz
1: like once every two weeks.
0: But not like it was.
1: I know, I know.
0: And I'd I'd like to ask them like do you know what's going on outside with restaurants? Like, why are you doing this?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if they can get in, I mean, a lot of places are doing stuff because of rent or they're like signing leases. Like I know another guy that like signed a lease for something downtown. And basically it's like in the next five years, if there's a pandemic or something happens, like I'm out of this scot-free and people are signing it because they need to lease the space. If not, they're just sitting there paying for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess like what, like you'll take seven fifty a month, which could be like, 800 short of what you'd be getting but it's better than zero exactly i was just thinking the other day that uh, all this probably put the the kibosh on there had always been rumors that uh the mud hens had wanted to open up an ice cream place downtown did you ever hear that i never heard that yeah that might have been one of those things like we're getting a trader joe's downtown um, right I, I i had heard like murmurs that there there could be the Muddens were looking into some kind of ice cream thing because there there is not an ice cream place downtown other than the home slice window
1: he yeah, doesn't say home slice does it now though right
0: yeah 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 and that was like yeah. a total great that was a great move by them a couple of years ago um, well and-, and
1: think of like ahead to now like how lucky he was he was kind of on the forefront of like serving beer out a window as well
0: right um, and the dogs like nothing more than where that ice cream place was and where people would drop it. Cause that was right on the walk route. <laughs> How are your That's, dogs?
1: Um, doing good. Actually, they're little, like they barely grew, <laughs> got bigger. Like I still don't know what they are completely. Um, but they're tiny, little, like they got longer. so like, they look like little wieners, but, um, we, we're pretty sure that they definitely have different dads. So <laughs> same mom, different dad. Same litter.
0: How Toledo? How East Toledo of
1: you? <laughs> yeah, keep it all in the fam. You know, just ran a train on a doggy.
0: All right. Well, I'm not that anybody's made it this far, but I have to tell you, I'm sorry that we had miscommunication. You're always welcome. You you can always boss your way onto any episode you want. So,
1: thanks. I will do that again. H B I
0: C. Um, all right. Oh yes. <laughs> all right i'll catch up with you okay all
1: right have a good one
0: bye bye